Kevin Casey's on the line to go through his best bets at Rose Hill. Kev, what do you think of this meeting, mate? Yeah, I'm a little, a little cautious about it overall, but we'll uh, work our way into it with the uh, the uh, the highway and uh, the second race too, also over 1,300 metres. We'll try and get some sort of uh, uh, feel uh, about things. So I, you know, I reckon there's a couple here that are. Uh, just to, generally speaking, I'm, I'm pretty happy to approach. Look, good to have, you know, good horses are coming out weekly now, of course, and um, it's great to see uh, that 1,400-metre race. It's uh, Wallace got half the field there. Mugger 2 returns for uh, Chris Lee's. be interesting to see what he can, can bring today. And a good bunch of three-year-olds, uh, of course, as well. Um, look, my best is race 7, and... A horse called Lovely Esteem. Now she's a mare who's uh, uh, number five in the race, race seven, number five, and she's beautifully poised now. Uh, she has been racing off speed, but she's gone thirteen, fifteen, eighteen hundred the last start. She stays at that trip. McDonald stays aboard, and she finds a race here where she can set up beautifully in the run. She'll be closer than she normally is. Probably have lost our, our natural leader in the race, the uh, Waterhouse Spot uh, horse, Star Sparks, which I think it will just enable her to be landing right there. And uh, I think you saw last start, she's carrying 60 kilos. She gets a little weight swing on Elusive Jewel, who's in the race, beat her last time, but wasn't a, a large defeat. It's only three quarters and... She's on the up in her prep. I think this is her first Australian prep. I really like her at eight. You can look at her overall one from 11, but uh, first prep in Australia, and she's on the build, I think. So race seven, number five. She's the, the one that I want to back most. Earlier on in race three, I think there's some value here in a horse called Bullet Wing. This is the midway of 1,400-meter race. Race three, number 11. And Bullet Wing is drawn out, but... So I'm not too phased about that. I feel that he's got the opportunity here with the pace opposition in this race just to push up and cross over. Uh, I think he's a decent sort of horse. We've seen him in two or four so far. Uh, he's raced once at Rose Hill. That was at start two, straight up from the Maiden. And it was on a heavy nine track and he was well beaten. He just didn't look to fancy uh, they're very heavy. He won on soft six last time. He gets that again here. I think he he can uh, nullify that draw by crossing up. Toby Jennings is on board and, in fact, has ridden him in both of his wins. So he's two from two on the horse. Gets an opportunity here in the midway. So I think, uh, look, he's firmed up, obviously, with scratchings now. I still think it's um, good each way odds. He's some value on the day. Race three, number 11. So race seven, number five. Race three, number 11 the two that I'm most interested in at this stage. Quantity numbers, uh, well, the first thing I'm going to go with two, four, five, 12, and 13. Second leg, one, three, five, and 11. Third leg, one, three, four, and eight. And I, look, I'm happy to, to take the favourite one out. The last shades of rose uh, looks as though I should probably win again, I think. Uh, so she's number five, one out in the last leg. You uh, would be tempted to maybe have one with uh, the Big Easy, of course, who beat her last start in a different quality as well. So uh, five and two, two and five, that would be. But, yeah, we'll keep it to uh, the main quality of just her one out in the last leg. So 
Yep, looking forward to it. Hopefully we can turn a handy profit today. But yeah, those are the two that I'm most keen on. Race 7, number 5, race 3, number 11. Good on you, Cass. The Red Belly Play of the Day. Thanks to Red Belly Sports. Intelligent betting strategies for results like no other. See for yourself at redbellysports.com.au. It's a good morning to you, Edward Kennett. Um, what are you thinking today? What's your confidence levels like? First of all, you must make me nervous or something because um, I just started coughing again. It happens a few times with you, Gareth, so get your finger on that cough button. <laughs> no. Uh, just um, if you need a cough, Edward, we, can, uh, we understand here on RSN 927, mate. So um, um, are you going to Sydney or are you going to Melbourne? thought Melbourne looked tough for a number of reasons. You've got to try and work out the pattern, which would probably be rails or up-paced rails, you know. But um, just don't know what's going to happen. Do you want to advise me a little bit more as to what's happening down there with the rain? No rain at the moment. Blue skies. No in rain. fact, there's no cloud. I can't see a cloud in the sky. So we'll probably start We'll start on a good four. Um, it was a good four, good five this morning. A little bit of dew when a couple of horses galloped on the course proper. Um, they're at Caulfield, Edward, but there is rain predicted later on in the day, but if we don't get uh, any rain, it'll be a firm surface. Yeah, well, it's hard to bet in advance just in case that happens, but um, Correct. I don't know when when and why or how it happened, but Melbourne and Sydney have inverted their, their weather about in the last five or six years, but anyway, moving on. So we've got a, a seven-metre rail at uh, Rose Hill, and I expect that the track would be pretty good. It'd be in between soft and good, so it'll be probably soft five, I would suspect. Um, I think likelihood there is there is some possibility that they might get a sprinkle through the day, but no more than that. You asked about confidence levels, Gareth. I mean, um, given that you've got, you know, these these um, three-year-old races that are on, you've got, um, you know, quite a number of resumers, and, you know, it's, it's always a difficult thing going from two years to three years, but... Um, I've made a decision to bet in one, which is race two. Um, so I'm looking for preferably rails, positioning run. That's the first thing we went looking for. So I found that with two horses. But um, the other thing was, you know, there's a certain way I look at trials. And it's not about winning trials or any of that stuff. It's every stable's got a different format as to how they trial them. And um, number four back rower, we backed yesterday at $8. It's into... I think, think they've backed it into four or something. Now, I have, you, you might want to tell me that, yeah. Gareth, but um, it's going to be just off pace here. I can see True Crime. I'll, I'll put a caveat on True Crime. I'm, it did run around on that really bog track that day. They cancelled the races. I just don't know uh, if it can lead. Stone Coat will be there and Ballistic Kids will be there. And I'd say Major Beal will be there. And I think this man, Man's Always number nine, will be there as well by virtue of its number one barrier. Um so there's two bets here. Number four, back row. I've just said to you that we had a crack at that when it was $8, but we did that on Friday. Um, the other one I want to mention to you, though, um, is this number nine, Man's Always. Now, if you go and have a look, punters, at the form of number seven, Major Beal. Major Beal just won a maiden at, uh, at Wyong, but it was pretty good. Um, it's now turned up here for Gay. She thought it was good enough to put in here, but... The one that really finished off power, powerfully in the race was number nine, Manzois, so uh, for Chris Waller and Cathy O'Hara. So I can't declare it by any means, but I'm telling you, uh, when you're talking about 1,300 and knowing it can run the distance and knowing it's going to get a way better run than it got there, 
Um, and so or Major Bill, probably, that was in that race as well. I think it's worthy of, of looking at... What I don't want to do is back number nine, Man's Oyce, and then have the, the winner of that Wyong race, Major Bill, come out and win, so I might save on it. So the strategy would be something like... Um, Jeez, uh, it's hard now, now that they're back, back rower, but probably... Um, we'll just go 70 on it on 30 on Man's Oyce, and we'll let Major Bill just run around, but... Um, yeah, okay. 70 on back row at number four, 30 on man's voice. Only because I really loved the way he hit the line that horse. I was really enamoured by that. So you got man's choice at $15 and now into $4.80. You must have had $100,000 on back row. You moved the market again there, Edward. So $4.80 for that galloper for Michael Friedman. So is that the only race that you really want to play in? Oh, um, no, I'll tell you what. Race six. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Mugger 2 having had surgery and 64 weeks away. Um, I did watch that trial. There's, there's no possible way known that could be ready. I w- should say never, or, but it would be highly unlikely that would be ready. I couldn't possibly back it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, no compromise. Did turn up in the Carrington uh, at a big price last time, last prep, and did something, but couldn't possibly have it. They'll both get back. The horses that I'm looking at here are not Titanium Power. Now, punters that don't know, this Titanium Power, power ran around in a benchmark 78. Um, and it got gassed. I can't remember the horse. Oh, yes, I can. It was, it was our mate, Mamma Reagan. Yes. Mamma Reagan <laughs> took it on up front and gassed it. And it dropped out a little bit, but it still, it still found the line in fourth position. So it's now turning up here with 10 kilos less, but going into an open handicap. And people want to be all over it. I don't, but I can't say I can't win because, you know, it is going to find the rail and it is going to lead a Rose Hill where the rail's out seven metres. So I'll put that on there. Before I mention uh, a couple of horses that I may get laughed at for, number three, Oscar Zulu. Now, Oscar Zulu rarely wins. It wins when they fall over, but it always runs good races. It can't run a mile, but certainly very adept at 1,400 to 1,500 and for once, it's going to get a map position here, and it's got fitness. So Oscar Zulu is worthy of note. Number four, Surefire. Now, Surefire is a really good animal. It's a 2,000-meter to 3,200-meter horse. But, you know, you, why would you want to back that at 1,400 first up? Well, simply, it's the class runner. It's the class runner of this field. And um, we'll have to make this a half bet. So instead of outlaying, like, uh, $100, we'll outlay 50 here, and I'll just say we'll, we'll equal stake three Oscar Zulu and four Surefire. But if you like... If you like that True Detective, I will say about True Detective today, it does fall into the same category as Oscar Zulu, where, you know, um, it can pull one out here. So uh, <laughs> it's some possibility. You can't back them all. No. Number three, Oscar Zulu. Number four, Surefire. Equal stake them all. Both, sorry. But we'll only, we'll only out like 50 there, Gareth. Um, That's it for the day. Yep. Love your work, Edward. Enjoy your day. Hopefully you dominate, which is sure you will there at Rose Hill. I'm off the cough. Over. Red Belly Sports is where the results speak for themselves. The Red Belly ratings and intelligent betting strategies get results like no other. Open up Red Belly Live on your mobile or PC and bet like a pro with today's strategies right at your fingertips. Now, these are ratings for the experienced putter who demands supreme quality. You have to see the results for yourself. 
Why not join Red Belly Sports for a month and enjoy the ride? Head to redbellysports.com.au. We get to see the big boy behemoth back at Morpherville on the Spring Stakes. That's the feature event at Group 3 level, Cozzy. Um, what's the track conditions there and also some scratchings, please? Well, they're saying showery today. Uh, the rail is in the true position and we've got a total of 15 scratchings. It's a heavy eight. Race one, put out two Kuzu and three Red Zeus, two and three. Second event, five, Star Killer, number five. Third, clear, the fourth, one great leveller, two big effort, and eight, Nali, one, two, and eight. Race five, two, I am Bene, ten, Shopster, eleven, the Raven, two, ten, eleven. Sixth event, three, Petrochurio, and seven, be tempted, three, and seven. Race eight, five, Davsling Prospect, number five. And race nine, two, Mr. Marathon Man, fifteen, Madam Furphy, and seventeen, Lope Dwarf, two, fifteen, and seventeen. Nadia Horn joins us now to go through her best bets at Adelaide. Hello to you, Nadia. Hi, Gareth. How are you going? Good, thank you. How do you think this track will play? Look, I think it's going to be quite rain-affected, and that's going to be the real query throughout the day. Um, you know, by tipping, it is going to deteriorate and get worse as the, the meeting progresses, and then they may sort of tend to play off fence. You know, we are going to have to monitor that. So that is the real question mark um, when you analyse this meeting. Hence the reason why I think a lot of the Victorian horses that have come over the border today, that, you know, they've got rain-affected form. So that might be what you need to be looking at, horses that you know are going to handle it. All right, then where do we start with your best bets? Well, I was keen in race one with Alpha Flight, but obviously with scratchings, it's got into an unbackable price. So we'll kick off our first special in race four. Number 11, Zara. So about $6 yesterday when uh, we tipped it down to 440 and it's continuing to firm. Now, he gets in very well here. He's likely to settle just off speed, and he does love the give in the ground. Uh, he's on the two-week backup for an impressive victory um, last time out, and if he runs up to that again, there's no reason to suggest that he can't win. So I like Zarace in race four, number 11. The other horse I like is one that does get through the going in race six, number four, Duke of Plumpton. They're betting $8. I think that looks a good price. Look, he's coming from over the border. He's rock-hard fit. Uh, he's a, a horse who... Uh, doesn't win out of turn, but he does get into a suitable race here with a two-kilo claim, and uh, he's going to get obviously get back. But this is a race where a few of these are unknown on the rain-affected going, and we know that he's going to get through it, and he's off of a much-improved effort when he was placed last time out on a wet track. So race six, number four, Duke of Plumpton. And the best bit of the day comes up in race nine. I do think here that number four... Um, um, Gallicus does look very well suited. Look, he's a lightly-raced horse prepared by Will Clarkin. Apparently, they are looking at um, maybe selling this horse on to Hong Kong, so you would feel that he's going to win at Metro level to be able to warrant that type of price tag. He was able to win his maiden, and then he went up in grade and, and back in trip to the 1,000, and he was a great run there where he had some of the best closing sectionals of the meeting with the second-best last 400 split. So on the quick backup seven days with a three-kilo claim in a race where you know, I'm tipping they're going to run along at a pretty good speed, he'll be the one finishing off. So... Those three horses we like are race four, the 11, race six, the four, and race nine, the four. And our quaddie today, we go one, four, six, 11, the first leg, one, two, three, five, 10 in the second. In the third leg, one, two, four, eight, 11, and 12, and one out the four in the last. Are you with Behemoth in at the Spring Stakes? Look, he's not a horse I'm going to back. Um, it's a tricky race. Um, I found him, and you can tell by the market that. He's incredibly vulnerable. When they put up a horse at a dollar sixty, and you see him now drift out to around that two ten, two twenty mark, and he's just unwanted. And a lot of the other horses have been backed around him to beat him. That's the, the real question mark. Look on his ratings; he's you know superior horse to any of these. But 
It's just that where he's at at this stage of his preparation now, he's a seven-year-old. Look, I wouldn't want to be betting against him, but I'm still very concerned on, on where he's at at this stage of his preparation. Look, I'm with him. Um, I've got him as obviously the most likely winner in the event, but that bit betting drift is a real concern. All right, Nadi, good luck today. Thanks for that. Thanks, Gareth. There's Nadia Horn, Santiro, Patrick Payne made that galloper his best of the day, um, both at Caulfield, and he's got a couple of runners there in Adelaide. So he's at $2.40 there, or she is, I should say, in race number three in that benchmark 72. It's 9.41, and Cozzy, they're racing at Eagle Farm in Brisbane, track conditions and scratchings there. Rails out five, the entire circumference. It's overcast, pardon <clears throat> me, a good four, with a total of 33 of them out. Race one, three, Russian Warrior. Number three, second event, three, the Egyptian. Six, Windside and eight, Voulet. Three, six and eight. Third event, nine, Bump and Run. Number nine, the fourth, 13, Ladder of Monaco. Number 13. Race five, four, Mr. Encore. Seven, Better Win Some. Eleven, Dirty Dancing. Number 13, Hulkamania. And 15, Naughty Ninja. Four, seven, 11, 13, 15. <coughs> Race six, two, Ice in Vancouver. Three, Fair Fella. Four, Never Paid. Five, Dare to Share. Nine, Commandeering. Twelve, Laprisi. Thirteen, Schiller Bay. Seventeen, Sid's Footprints. And nineteen, Tickler. Two, three, four, five. Nine, twelve, thirteen, seventeen and nineteen. Race seven, seven, Plutocrat. And nine, Festival Prince. Seven and nine. The eight, seven, Sir Barnabas. Number seven. And race nine, one, Broken Hero. Two, General Dubai. Seven, Deep Breath. Eleven, Fear Nought. Twelve, Hallowed Girl. 15, Sophia, 18, Jack the Lad, 19, Cadu, 20, Ghost Rider, and 21, Weekend Affair. 1, 2, 7, 11, 12, 15, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Good on you, Cozzy. And Bart Sinclair, thanks to the Brisbane Racing Club, joins us down. You'd be pretty happy too, Bart, with the mighty Lions. Too good for the Saints there last night. Hello to you, mate. Um, can you make some money at Eagle Farm? Yeah, morning, Gareth. Morning, all. Yeah, I think uh, Eagle Farm, the good four rating, I think, is fair, even though we had a mill overnight, and the forecast is for showers during the day. This track copes beautifully with um, with rain, so I think we can work on a good four, Gareth. We go to race four, number one, uh, Southern Stock. Look, he ran well in all the three-year-old races during the carnival, in the, uh, the Guineas, the Rough Habit and the Derby. I think he's got a bit on this field, and he'd need to, because he's got 59 and a half and a, a horror draw, but I think Larry Cassidy can give him a reasonable run. I, I think he, he's a, a, a reasonable bet at around about the 350 mark. He, uh, he ran well last start, and that was his first run for two months. I think he'll take improvement from that. It was 1,600 metres, now out to 1,800 metres, or 1,825. I think that uh, with a reasonable run, he'll get the prize. Race four, number one. Go to race seven, number one, Legal Esprit. You just have to love his consistency. He's got a great strike rate, six from 12. He's got four other placings. He was good first up. He went really hard in that race of 1,000 metres, and he finished off beautifully. He's not won at 1,200, but he was beaten a wart in a 1,300-metre race. So I don't think the distance is a problem. I think race seven, number one, to win again. And race eight, I thought number eight, DC Farb, She's taken a while to build up to her best form. She ran well in the Oaks last year and she had 10 or 11 months off. And I just think she's needed these runs to get uh, really uh, race fit and uh, in, in good touch. I thought her last run was good in heavy conditions at Doombin. 
I think uh, back on a firmer track at Eagle Farm, it suits. So race eight, number eight. Gareth Aquati, and it's difficult. A um, couple of tough races. Race six, I thought number seven, Mischief Managed. Uh, Angela Jones to ride, 51 and a half. And, you know, it's got a little bit of a tricky draw, even with scratching, still a tricky draw. But I thought seven, seven, 18, 14 and 16 in a tough first league. 7, 18, 14 and 16. Legal Esprit I like in race seven, but I think you've got to put in uh, four win sides, uh, pretty consistent. Um, eight and two, one, four, eight and two. Easy far I like in the open race, uh, race eight, number eight. But um, Puntura beat her last time, and, and, and you know, that was a heavy track, and that, I think that suited him a bit. But his uh, form, you can't deny, and two, uh, Tokarini lad going very well, eight, four, and two. And in the last, I thought number 13 um, here would be would be hard to beat, Sudi Moon. It, it, the Grafton win first up was good, got a good second up record. I thought 13, 10, and 5 to round out the quaddy, Gareth. If you can get the prize there with the quaddy, you're going to get big, big dividends. All right, then we'll try our luck, Bart. Thanks for that, mate. Good on you, Gareth. There's Bart Sinclair, race 4, number 1, Southern Stock, race 7, number 1, Legal Esprit, and SFR, race 8, number 8, his best there at Eagle Farm. It is Belmont Newmarket Day over the 1,200 metres at listed level, the feature there at Belmont today. And Pete Anthonis joins us to go through his plays at um, that Perth meeting. Pete, hello to you. Where do we start with your best bets? Yeah, looking to play in the latter half of the card, Gareth, there's quite a bit of rain forecast to basically start as soon as the meeting starts. So just have to wait and see if that does eventuate, but that certainly might mean that the track deteriorates. So starting off with race eight, the new market. Look, I've just been really impressed with Hot Z so far, this preparation. He's gone close twice now without winning. I just think he gets everything in his favour here today. Drawn two, he can basically just sit leaders back. He should be able to peel straight off them. And look, if he's uh, just able to maintain what he's done either start this preparation, he goes incredibly close. Look, Resortman, the favourite, was just enormous there last start. Three wide, no cover the trip, and still managed to win pretty easily. But um, look, the price has obviously factored that in. Um, Hot Z's just a little bit more value for me around that $4 mark. So that's race eight, number four, Hot Z. And then we'll go to the last race for the second bet on the card. Look, ain't neither man. Another horse that's resuming off a... Well, had two starts so far this prep. The, the first race resuming is posted a really good figure there when running second on a very fast tempo race. Dropped an even faster race there last start in the heavy track and compounded, but might have been a bit of flatness there. I'm prepared to give that and go off what it did first up. And look, if it's able to do that, there's not a whole heap of speed in this race, so I think the $11 looks a, a decent enough price for, to find out. So that's race nine, number eight, ain't no other man. Good luck to Lucy Wallace, uh, Warwick trying to train her first winner and ride it there with Pulley in the last. So that's probably going to be my saver in the race. OK, $11, ain't no other man in that final event at Belmont. And there's also a big meeting up there in Broome, one of the great carnivals. Yeah, if you haven't been to Broome, I highly recommend you get to that um, cup meeting. And you've got a horse like Blackwater Bay for Robbie Goldbird in Kira Yule, the $2.80 favourite. So I'm um, looking forward to that as well a little later on in the day there, Pete. Absolutely. Good on you, Pete. There's Peter Anthony's there. It's 9.48, and they're racing, of course, at Wodonga. But what's the track looking like there in scratchings, Cosy? It is a showery and a, a, a heavy 10 now. A heavy 10 there, the rail out three. 1,200 of the 250 through the remainder. Total of 18 out. Race one, put out seven over and out. Number seven, 
second event, one charge again, two Gobbo's Mate, six Astilled, ten Princess Nefertiti, thirteen Happy Socks, and fourteen Foxy Tycoon. One, two, six, ten, thirteen, and fourteen. Third event, three Who Do You Love, eight Chevrolet, and twelve Savage Love, three, eight, and twelve. <clears throat> the fourth, eight Aristobo, number eight. Race five, Clear, race six, seven Pammy Joy, eight The Wyvern, eleven Fashion Avenue, and thirteen Abbott General. Seven, eight, eleven, thirteen. And race seven, number five, Schubeck, seven, Zar Supreme, and thirteen Count of Carford, five, seven, and thirteen. Let's have a look at the quaddy legs at Wodonga. First leg, of course, is race number four, and um, this is over the 1590. You've got Dash to the Bar at $2.90, Salonte at $6, Toffee Doll at $3.60, Submission at $7.50. Garros at $8.50 here. As I say hello to you, Harry White, what are we doing in the first league of the quaddy? Good morning, Gareth. Uh, I'm with Dash to the Bar. Comes right back in grade after going around at a huge price in a benchmark 70 last start. Effort two back was rock solid when in the worst part of the track. That was on the back of a first up win in a similar sort of race to this. So I think that form's good enough to win. The get back and run on racing pattern of Toffee Doll is the sole reason she hasn't won more races, but her best efforts are above this grade. Submission hasn't won for a long time. Uh, nonetheless, looks well placed. Garros next best, one four five seven. Race number five over the 2,000 metres. You've got Pride of Kinross at 6.50. Two, Easy Fair Dinkum, 7.50. Three, One Hell of a Family, 4.40. Four, Full Ahead at 4.60. The favourites, uh, the five, Kimmy B. Cool at $3.90. And seven, In Her Honour, 8.15. Dr. Timor uh, for Chris Calthorpe's a 6.50 chance. So host of, um, um, host of chances here, Harry. Yeah, very even uh, zero to fifty-eight contest. Uh, full ahead, one fifth up last prep at track and trip. I'm hoping history can repeat. She's been well beaten in all runs this prep, but for the most part, she's contested much stronger races, and they've been over unsuitable winning trips. Kimmy be cool, hard fit now. Third up, screaming out for two thousand. Uh, she maps for the gun run, forgetting the last run of Pride of Kinross. All runs beforehand are pretty consistent and arguably good enough to prove competitive here. I would have thought, and then Dr. T more down the bottom. Uh, must be a key hope as well. So next best and in the quaddy, 4518. Race 6, restricted 58, 1100. Marwari at 650, the 1. Dinger, the 3 at $5. Bocati, the 4 at 350. 6, Norbu at $5. And then Fabrica, the 10s at 950. And the 12, Defence Force at $9 here, Harry. I have a little concern about the back end of 1100 for uh, Mawari, but I still think he should prove hard to beat in a field of this calibre, uh, and we're getting a nice enough price. The horse he ran second to him last start has subsequently won its maiden, which reads well, and he'll be forward, so he gets his chance. Bo Caddy, I think, will probably lead. We'll have fans on her last start effort. Norbu, proving competitive in stronger races, so naturally should be well-placed here. And then Shadow Colour uh, at big odds goes into the quarter. One, four, six, fourteen. And Themix, the two eighty favourite in race number seven. Then you've got Last Hope five fifty, Sam Ritz at four forty. Dancing with Kitty at six dollars fifty. And those are the horses under double figures. Winsome May's given a hope at eleven dollars with Enamore also at eleven dollars, Harry. I'm with uh, Dancing with Kitty and has had a bit of market support this morning. Hit a purple patch of form this prep, gets the wet, wet track conditions to suit. I don't mind the wide draw for her at this point in the day. I think she can be forward parked off the fence. Anthemic hasn't missed a minor money finish in four runs since swapping stables, so a win does seem very close. 
San Moritz ran third behind Anthemic. That's solid, um, but also a common pattern. Bit of a perennial place getter. Last Hope sort of falls into that category as well, but I think could potentially win. Eight, two, four, three. Your best bets, Harry? Best race one, number one, Bromeo. Value race seven, number eight, Dancing with Kitty. Quaddy, trim up the first leg, just numbers one and four. Second leg, one, four, five, eight. Third leg, one, four, six, 14. Last leg, two, three, four, eight. Play of the day, we'll have it all up. Race two, number three, into race four, number one, dash to the bar. So race four, number one, dash to the bar. Do you have a special for us at Caulfield? I've seen that you've done the full now for best bets for that meeting. Oh, I have coming off the bench again. I've made my best bet, Mr. Brightside, in the PB Lawrence. I know that the horse is sort of potentially on a Cox Plate path, but I just can't find anything to suggest he couldn't knock that off first up and the market agrees. But we're still getting 340, so backable. So Mr. Brightside in the Lawrence. Harry White's best at Caulfield. Good on you, Harry. Thanks, Gareth. Six minutes to 10 o'clock. We'll come back and look at Melton in the trots and also the meadows there in the dock. Where a day at the races begins. RSN 927's Race Day Morning. And the Race Day Morning's team, Michael Falgate, Dan Malecki and Matty Stewart, they'll be live from Caulfield today for Lawrence Stakes Day. Their special guest, Tim Bailey, of course, with an update there with the track. Emily Brown will be joining the team, of course. The Browns have got Elephant in the Lawrence today. Clint McDonald will join the team to talk about his star Galloper Regal roll-up, Ronnie Duffercy to preview Sydney, David Jolly to talk about Behemoth in Adelaide, the chairman of the MRC, Peter Legrand, will also be a special guest of the race day morning team. Alex Ray, who has the favourite in the first, Chief Eltony, will also catch up with uh, Michael, Dan and Matty. Speaking of Dan, he's ready to go for his best bets at Melton. Dan Malecki, take it away. Hello, Gareth. Good morning to you, and hello, everybody. Uh, my best tonight is race two, number seven, which is O Four Tuna. Uh, classical music and opera lovers would know this Carl Orr piece, better known as Camina Birana, but I think it will be winning tonight, O Four Tuna, at $4. That's race two, horse number seven. You'd know the piece. It's a very famous bit of music, Gareth. Yep. Um, so that's a bit of value, I thought, uh, in race two, horse seven. Each way, I thought race five, number 12, which is springing his step at the $7.50 mark. So each way, each way, race five, horse 12. I know you like Crime Rider at good odds in that race. Yep. There is a shorty Yambuckian, obviously. He'll be very hard to beat horse nine. Now, the quaddy legs. First leg, 9, 11 and 12. Yambuckian, Crime Rider, springing his step. Second leg, 1 and 4. A million promises is a $34 hope. But um, I want to keep following him. He'll be winning a race soon. Gilligan's Island, number four. Hopefully it's no three-hour tour. And the minnow gets home for the favourite punters in the sixth, number four. It should be winning, but the one might be a good $1 a win, $4 a place bet. So second leg, one and four. Third leg, a Parisian artiste is a late scratching. So I've narrowed it down to Nephew of Sunoco and Maori Law, eight and nine. And in the final leg of the quaddy, one Cosimo. Three Celestial Gossip and Seven Knights Templar, one three seven in the final leg. At Melton, there are 10 races. The first event is at 5.33. I can't believe Relentless Me's at 2.40. She's the best of the night. I think she leads and wins. And I'll tell you what, I've got one for you, Dan. With the scratching of Parisian Artiste, Vacation Hill is a specialist over the mile. She can run time. Um, Mari Law, second row, 1,700. Credit Master, second row, 1,700. A nephew of Sunoco is in a tough spot. Um, I think she's worth the play, 750. She leads easily for mine here. 
Yeah, that's that's a good point now with Parisian Artiste out of the way. There's only five on that front line. Where well, you're getting $7.50 now about a horse that you expect should be in front. Yep, over 1700 at Melton. You can thank me later, Dan. Good on you, mate. Enjoy well, your day. Actually, I'll, I'll thank you for Volt and Tin last night. You brought that to the attention of all yep. our uh, listeners. And at $15 it got up last night. Thank you on behalf of all our listeners. Never looked to doubt either. Um, good on you, mate. No, it didn't. Enjoy your day. <laughs> Thanks, you too. There's Danny Malecki and Georgie Ferugia. How are we making some money at the Meadows tonight in the dogs? Yeah, good morning, Garris. Uh, unfortunately, our best bet's been withdrawn, Hamilton, so we've had to look elsewhere, and we're going to stick with the Greyhound that we, we tipped last week. He ran third, but uh, look, I just think a win is, is really, really close now for Quick Smart. Race 10, number six, Quick Smart in the, in the Robbie Britton camp, of course, coming from this good litter who feature quite um, prominently tonight at the Meadows. So race 10, number six, quick, smart, despite the sticky box draw. Quaddy numbers, Gareth, uh, first leg three and four, second leg two, three, six and eight, third leg two and four, and we come home with one, four, five and eight. And I forgot to mention, Gareth, congratulations on Hushing Dusk winning at Angle Park on Thursday, mate. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, she was at uh, some nice little odds, so... Hopefully had a little bit on, but um, yeah, look, good night at the Meadows. Obviously, um, still a, a big, a big uh, couple of weeks in racing, um, and we've got the Greyhound of the Year ceremony next Friday. So next Saturday morning, Gareth, we'll talk about all the winners in regards to the Greyhound of the Year. Who wins the Greyhound of the Year? Or would? Oh, jeez, off the top of my head, Gareth. Wow. We'll have a think about it, and you can tell me on Tuesday when we um, discuss all Beauty. of that off the leash. I don't want you sitting no on the fence mate. either, Georgie. No, we won't, mate. We'll, we'll make a we'll make a decision. Good on you, mate. All right, mate. There's Georgie Ferugia.